Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Pat, how was your vacation? Fantastic. Nice week and a half up in Canada. Got to see Niagara Falls. Got to see some aunts and uncles. It was lovely. And I went international. I did. And they, the thing we didn't like, we were expecting, you know, we were going up to Canada, so you get your passport stamped. Hey, you're in Canada. Come back to the United States. Hey, you're back in the United States. You know, it's much. They don't stamp it at all? They don't stamp it at all. You needed it, but they don't stamp it. That seems like... Odd. Yes. Very much like when I wanted my kid's footprint on his birth... Because I thought they used, they used to do the handprint, they footprint, handprint on the, footprint on the birth certificate, right? Yes. No longer a thing. So when I wanted to get the tattoo of my son's footprint, I was like, oh, I guess you're not going to do that. And then on Easter Sunday, they gave me a card with the footprint in it, and I cried in front of the nurses. There you so, go. Yeah. Right, right. Like, this is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to do that. I know. <laughs> but yeah, the, I mean, the boys... We're looking forward to having stamps on their passports. Right. And they're like, they don't stamp them. I said, I can't help you with yeah. that. They, if they're not Could you guys stamp this? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> they're children. Just, they're well, children. The problem is they're not young children. They, you know, they, they open, have to open the window so they can see all four of us. Yeah. And they look at the passport, look at the person, look at the passport, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And These, you're here for Why? These children are under eight. These are minors, sir. Well, one is a minor, one's not. Oh, he's, that's right, he is 18. He's 18. And he's going to be 19 soon. Oh, dear God. I know you didn't want to hear that. No, I didn't. That's the way it is. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I better go schedule a, uh, some sort of appointment. Exactly. <laughs> I, Trust well, me, I have to schedule many appointments. Somebody now. posted that their daughter, somebody that I know posted that their daughter went into high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Wow, your daughter's in high school. All right, well, time to go back to my coffin like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, so anyway, today uh, we're going to do two parts. Uh, and the two parts are going to be Rainbow Pierce Part 1 and Rainbow Pierce Part 2. Absolutely. Coincidentally. Which worked out nicely for us. Indeed. I was very happy about that. I was like, oh, nice, we can do a, two, a, a, a twofer. Uh, upside down rainbows are being sighted throughout Japan. They are said to herald... The onset of rain. Gento suspects that a kaiju may be behind this. Good suspicion. There's a thought, <laughs> especially if you're in the kaiju division. Right, and decides to visit. Well, I mean, if you all you got is a hammer, everything's a nail, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Professor Yokomine, a leading kaijuologist and also his mentor from school. Uh, Yokomine tells him about uh, Nikikagachi, a godlike being that can at times bless the land with rain and at times summon utter destruction. And that is when Gento receives news of an appearance of a giant kaiju. Yes, air date of 826-2023, directed by Kazuhiro Nakagawa and written by Tamazaki Taike. Now I'm going to give you credit Taiki? on that name. Taiki. On the name of the monster. Oh, Nikikagachi? That's the one. Yeah. Don't think I wasn't saying it over and 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 over. Because I looked at it and said, I'm not even going to call him Carl. I didn't even write down his name, which I usually don't write down. Monster. I always write down, after the first time of writing down the monster, it's just M. Because I'm not even writing down monster. I'm trying to write down this. I can't. M for monster, K for kaiju. See, I've been dictating into my phone. So I put on the voice memo, and I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And like, <laughs> as, like, as thoughts come to me, I dictate them. I got you. 
Uh, and you have to spell spell correct a bunch of stuff. That's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So, uh, uh, Ultraman uh, uh, Blazer episode seven. Yes. And I was saying to Pat before, like I can't believe it's gone so fast. It every time we do this, yeah. Every series, it goes quickly. The ones we don't like are the recap episodes, right? Because we're like, can yeah, we get it? We've seen that, yeah. especially when it's episode six. Yeah. Like, no, we get the point. We saw it. Yeah, it's, it's not that far in. Please. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's for people who are like, you know, you got to see the new Ultraman. It's pretty good. Uh, and people are like, I guess. And you know, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. So yeah, this they the episode opens up with a heat wave, and um, what's her name's going to get popsicles. Well, um, the even we'll just, the better I should, part I is open this, this into two windows is what I should do. So I have so I have the cast list and. Did that not work? I don't know. It may have. It did. Um, it actually opens up on this on Gento reading about a kaiju from this professor, amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then we go to a memory of this professor with a compass. Compass oh, yeah. is spinning. I don't know if that's. I think that just happened. No, I think that's supposed to have happened before. Well, no, that's when the the rainbow appears. So it just happened. It's been there for five days. Again, the. The reason it we th- have to think it happened before is because we get to see this professor rolling down the hill, yeah. walking to the lake, mm-hmm. and then putting his arm. Yeah. It's a good way to lose a compass, by the way. Not yes. paying attention, Not rolling paying down attention and rolling down the hill is an easy way to lose a compass. Yeah, but when he puts his arm into the water, the bracelets he got, the bracelets that he has, <laughs> the proper English. <laughs> So it is these bracelets, right? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden glow. Right. Now, having seen yeah, he's, rings. Yeah, he's great value <laughs> Wenwo. That's that's how they put a ton on here. <laughs> They're like, what if we did it with only five rings, though? Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's the and thing. And also, these aren't quite as digitally expensive. They're not as glowy. Yeah, that's also, not nearly as expensive. That We're not going to animate them shooting off his wrist or anything nope. like that? Nope. Okay, all right. <laughs> you mean we can just buy shower curtain rings and that should be good enough? Yes. <laughs> they look like every, every uh, bracelet sold in a Chinatown. Yes. Uh, like Chachi section. Yes, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But the only reason I think this is supposed to be a memory mm-hmm. is because it shows that it, this has happened before, and he may have been the one that caused it to have happened before. Oh, no, but, but when they said that it happened before, it was hundreds of years ago. Oh, then maybe not. Yeah, I don't think it's him. Okay, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, also, here's my thing. Is, Go ahead. How hard would it be to see that lake from higher ground? Because clearly he rolled down a very big hill. <laughs> it seems like a large lake. Or it, as we were informed later, Holy Spring. A place. Yes. Yeah. place. And I have no problem with you're up on a hill, you know a lake is there, you just kind of ignore it because that's not what you're there for. But it was what he was there for. He was looking for the spring. Yeah, you that's, know what, you're right. You're right. So you, how did he not know that like, it was there? Unless it was that rather large. Is mighty dense. Nah, not really. Speaking of events. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so maybe this guy needs a new prescription. Entirely possible. Um, you, now, you can tell that these guys don't have a lot of money in their kaiju fighting budget because there's no air conditioning in headquarters. And that was the other thing that I was confused about. 
Mm. Japan, I get, is a little further south than where we are. Mm-hmm. You think they would have air conditioning everywhere. Yeah, because the, the humidity is redonkulous. It's surrounded by told. water. From what I am told, there are, there are times in Japan when you go, uh, and it's just abysmal. Yeah. yeah. I want to go to Japan, but there are months you don't go. <coughs> Much like Florida. Yes. <laughs> I don't. You go don't go to Disney World in, in August. Yes. You don't go from unless you're May. our friend Chris when he goes two weeks ago <laughs> or last week. Oh. oh, yeah. But apparently, it wasn't that bad. So you, our, our that's the thing is you can you get lucky. You can get lucky, but yeah, no, I've but been, you I've have been to get lucky. Just a, I've been down there and it's February, and I'm like, this is hot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care for this. We went down, I want to say it was like March-ish, yeah. the two times when we went down. Right. And we were wearing short sleeve shirts and, okay, jeans, <laughs> <laughs> and wading through the... No, I'm saying move your hands apart, because you're... Oh, I'm sorry. Long clothes. Sorry. Yeah, we were, we were down there like March-ish, and it Six was years in, everybody. Long. Six years in. <laughs> I can't wait till we get real microphones, and Pat has to like, be in front of it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's it, it's insane. It's the endless cycle of super humid, twenty minute downpour, and then everything's fine for a little while. Yeah, for a little while, yeah. because then it gets super then humid it gets again. Super humid again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, so, yeah, then Henri comes in with popsicles because it's a thousand degrees. For, let's hear it for Henri. Um, and they start talking about this guy's book, and then the uh, the. Uh, what do you call it? The second in command guy is like, Oh, you know this guy, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, that's I'm so jealous that you used to study under him. And then Muscles McGinty comes in. Which again, <laughs> now that you know he has that it's kind of still a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> guy comes in and it's just like, Hey, uh, you know how I work with the guns? Check these guns out. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> God. <laughs> But now he's supposed to be working on the Earth Garon Mark II. Yeah, the upgrade. Which, to move just a little bit ahead, it seems that the upgrade is they finally figured out how to put the railgun on the shoulders. Instead of putting it on the mountain, yeah. let's put it on the thing that we actually hey, remember wanted. when the monster had it and it was mobile? That's <laughs> a thought. Yeah. Ooh. Why not? Put it on the mobile thing that we know it can fly yeah. at Mach whatever five or six or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That seems that seems reasonable. That seems reasonable. Uh, In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the old Earth Karen thing right now too, just to, just to have it handy. That's fine because it's a good idea. Um, so uh, you know, the 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 uh, our lead fearless leader goes to go find the professor because he's right. like, oh, he's probably fishing somewhere. Now, it's, Which, a, it's really hot, right? Yeah. So this guy's out in a jacket and tie. <laughs> He's fishing by the river in a jacket and tie. I get fishing. People fishing, not me fishing. Yeah. I get people fishing. Yeah, I understand fishing. Fishing. Fishing's, fishing's fine. I enjoy it's, fishing. Like, I like deep sea fishing when you go out in the boat and you're like, oh, look, That's soft. a different story. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever fished freshwater. I think it's a lot of just, we like being outside. Yes. Yeah. Which... Is fine. Yeah. No argument. I think I started understanding fishing when I started being up to my knees in creeks looking for fossils. Right. And I went, oh, yeah, I, now get, I get this. I get standing in the river fishing now. Okay. 
yeah, I get this now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. But then the the professor tells him about a time when he was a child. Mm-hmm. And he saw the rain and this monster, you can say the name again. Uh, sure I can. Nihi, uh, uh, Niji Kag- Kagachi. Kagachi. Sure. God damn it, that's not it. <laughs> Sneaky Gagachi, there it is. There it is. Whew. But this gotta say it every ten minutes, right? That's where I lose it. <laughs> but not only does this monster bring a little bit of rain or a but, lot. Right. That's the and issue. You have evil in your heart. That's oh. such a terrible thing to tell children. If you are if you are naughty, if you are, I swear to God, if you don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> This monster is going to come and flood everybody if out. You don't take out the trash every Tuesday. There, he's going to kill everybody. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, Grandma. <laughs> you better be. <laughs> God, he's always watching. Always. Oh, good lord! And then we get to see the mountain have a small little explosion. Which, okay, fine. These things happen. Mountains explode. Well, when we time. see it in the uh, in the uh, modern time, that that holy spring drains first. Well, it did go. It's thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I didn't understand. Very well. He, that's the thing is he reduces the pressure by sucking up sucking all the all the humidity. Okay, but. Then why does the mountain explode if he's sucking in the humidity? Well, because he comes out of the bottom of it, and I guess, like, monster pressure. Fair enough. Yeah. There you go. There's your right. Monster pressure. Yeah. Oh, okay. No also, also, he likes to make an entrance. <laughs> okay. That I'm good yeah. with. Monster's yeah. making an entrance. I'm yeah. good with. <laughs> it's me. Exactly. Just hands. <sighs> so then, obviously, the monster gets fired on by... The guided missiles. There's guided missiles. Guided sure. missiles. They don't do nothing. The Earth Garon lands, fires the new Earth guns from the shoulder. Doesn't do anything. Well, first off, let's talk about how great the uh, the effect on, on that cloud is. First off, that's awesome. That's nice. They're this like, hey, uh, boss, could you take a gander up at that thing? And I'm like, that's nice. Yeah, that's good stuff. This and monster is a cool design. I yeah. Now, I have an issue with it, which we'll get to shortly. Okay, so the evacuation scene is also amazing. That looks so good. It really, yeah. really does. And then that one guy is like, oh, look! And then you see Earth Garon come on the other side. Which is, again, amazing, because now they're using... You know it's just a model, but it looks big enough because it's in the f- That's full-on CG. That's got to be CG. It. I would think it'd be cheaper to just use the model. It'd I be, think with that kind of... Compositioning, you got you gotta. No, I, I think they're using the model. Not okay. that either one of us have any proof of either one, but you are not wrong. I think it's cheaper to use the model that you have. Yeah. Then you also have the Earth Garon asset in the computer at this point, so they don't have to make something new. Six and one half dozen. Yeah, right it's now. like I don't know. Plus, we got these fancy schmancy new guns on it. Yeah, you might as well show the yeah. show off the new guns. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so we, we have a fight. It's uh, decidedly one-sided. And this is the thing I don't understand about this stupid Earth Garon. The monster's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Pretty much exactly. Earth Garon is like, oh, bless him, he tries. <laughs> he is the Larry 
and Curly <laughs> of every battle because he just gets smacked and falls down. <laughs> hey, quit destroying that city. <laughs> Get him, Mo. You know, <laughs> I'm going to launch the rail gun at him. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and just can't do anything. Yeah. It goes, shoots its rail gun because it's gonna. Okay, fine, I'm good right. with that. But then goes and pushes him and doesn't do yeah, anything. because nothing else works. Or do, No, you know what? He doesn't have the new stuff until episode two because the stuff's not ready yet. Okay, fair enough. But That's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, so he shows up in his normal... In Mark, in his in Mark One attire, right, and then and still doesn't do anything, right. So again, gets his t- keister handed to him, uh, gets knocked over, and then the do- uh, the the captain has to go out there and take care of some business. Says Ultraman Blazer, and gets his ass handed to him amazingly. Yeah, which I'm very happy with. Yeah, like the <sighs> fact that he gets he disappears because he's he's got been beaten so badly that he runs out of juice. Yeah, yeah. Is I thought that was an interesting way of doing it. Yeah. Because as the monster's firing at him, he dissolves. Yeah, and then it just lights half the mountain on fire. Which I thought was great. Great job, dummies. That's fantastic. <laughs> now, here's where I had the problem. Mm. When this monster moves the mask off of the face. Yeah. Couple of different things. Sure, go ahead. A. The mask is covering the monster's eyes. No, it is not. I thought that too. But when you look at when you look at the the monster when he's got the armor thing deployed, right. there are eye holes. Okay, then I didn't notice the eye holes. Scratch it off. <laughs> <laughs> Two, the mask splits, right, and, and becomes horns. Sure, yeah. You don't have a problem with that. Hinges? What do I? What do you want from me? I don't know. It's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I want some minor, 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 minor line. This is how this thing evolved because no, it's a god. It's a it's a god. It's some sort of god that controls the weather. I would assume there are no rules whatsoever. Okay. Like, but, but look, I'll I'll buy a hinge. Look, when beetles open up their wings, right, and the, right. the big carapace opens up, it's a hinge of of a biological sort. Okay, it's a now I buy it. It's a, okay, now great. I buy it. Yeah. When you go to Beatles and they have the hinges on their wings and... You're welcome. <laughs> I will now buy it completely because there is a reasonable explanation for it. That really requires biological <laughs> precedent, everybody, in case you were not sure. I know. It doesn't have to in Kaiju. We can just make it up as we go along. But you give me a, yeah. a minor reason. You know what? Okay, now I'm going to take it. Okay, well, let's I didn't like I said, I didn't notice the stupid eye holes, but this yeah. monster design, once you get past it's the neat. eye holes, it's very it neat. It's the coolest looking thing. Yeah. Oh my god, is it ever cool. Very hippie. It's yeah. Very hippie. Just colors everywhere. Yeah, it's very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, Niki Kagachi. Uh, it's a portmanteau of the Japanese word for rainbow, Niji. And Kagachi, an ancient Japanese term for snake deities. How you ah. like how you like them apples, Pat? There you go, a rain snake deity. Niji Kagachi. Fair enough. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, he is sixty meters tall, forty thousand tons, his home world is planet Earth. And his affiliation is with uh, Kazunori 
uh, Yoko Mine is the summoner, of course, and these are the uh, first and latest appearances. Okay. Um, he was designed by Shulma Muta, who also did character designs for Ultraman Trigger New Generation Tiga and Ultraman Regulus. Okay. Yeah, okay. so um, as far back as ancient Japan, Nikigachi has been worshipped and revered as a bringer of the blessing of rain, but also feared by many as a harbinger of destruction whose wrath could take everything away. Uh, sometime in the past, it had used its powers to wipe out a village that would become Hidora City. And these events and rituals were transcribed in the murals hidden in the house. Oh, hidden in the Hidora burial mound. Okay. Ah, okay. Alongside many of its kind, the Higagachi was seen as a force of nature, and humanity once lived as, alongside these kaiju in harmony. I'm going to say not so much harmony, How? but abject fear and terror. <laughs> they had nothing they could do, so yeah. what else are they going to do? But yeah, 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 we're good. We're good. We're, yeah. we're, we were just going the other way. Yeah. We were just leaving. But a growing <laughs> apathy toward these beliefs over the centuries led humanity to abhor and exterminate the kaiju, and thus Nihigachi slumbered. Yeah, duh. <laughs> if, I mean, the, the easiest way to put it is the monster has no reason to be awake right. until it needs to be. Mm -hmm. So why would it be awake? If I could take a hundred-year nap, you don't think I would? Yeah, why not? I mean, <laughs> it would be weird waking up because you'd be like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, everybody I know is gone. Everybody, but I mean, everybody I know is gone. Uh, someone else is living in my house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you it, come out of the basement, and people are like, "Wait, we have a basement?" You can get the thought that the monster can sleep for however long it yeah. wants to. So why in the universe would it not? Yeah, yeah. Why not? I'm not. I'm not busy. Uh yeah. Everything's exactly. fine. Um, so a little trivia about our boy uh, Nikigachi shares much in common with the rainbow serpent of aboriginal mythology okay. this includes the snake motif their dedication or their deification by an ancient people okay. and their association with rainbows as the bringers of rain uh, the city where he fought Blazar Hidora City appears to get its name from the Hydra a mythological serpentine creature oh. Okay. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It does yeah, make yeah, a yeah. lot of sense. There you go. All right. Nice. Nicely done, fellas. <laughs> All right, Tie everybody. Everything together. Wrap it up. <laughs> oh, let's let's see what his, let me turn my volume up here on my lapidy laptop. See what his roar, if we get his roar up here. Okay. That's his roar, yeah. It's not much louder. No, I, I know. It's, he's a very subtle monster. Yes. Speak, speak softly and carries a big everything. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So that that is our that's where the first episode comes to a conclusion. Everybody's on their uh, kind of knocked back on their heels and they don't or, quite know what to do. And Ultraman is gone. He is dissolved, and we right. don't know how he's going to get back to his actual power. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to come back with episode two. Uh, well, part two, episode part. eight. Yes. Of Ultraman Blazar. Right. After this. Hey, and we're back. What do you know? Uh, for uh, The Rainbow Appears Part 2. Yes. Yes, the old... And at least with this two-parter... You knew it was going to be a two-parter. Right. Because they called it, has, it part yeah, one and part, part one two. one and part two. 
Usually when they do these two-parters, you're like, oh, wait a minute. They're not going to wrap this up. He just got stronger. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Exactly. Poopies. Um, Okay, so the air date for this one was 9-2-2023. Also directed by Kazuhiro Nakagawa and written by uh, Yamazaki Taiki. So uh, Typhoons at Nikigachi... Uh, Niki Kagachi are uh, a, they've been created by him and are about to wash away civilization. Right. That's that's not great. Uh, not not usually. Right. And so, they show seven different typhoons which have wreaked havoc on Japan and are somehow merging with our monster in the center of somehow all seven. Somehow. Exactly. That's the only way we can somehow. go is this monster is making the murder in his space. Yeah. And then he's oh, just hanging man. out in the little tiny eye of the hurricane there. Uh, Genzo decides to apply Earth Garong's new Mod 2 uh, unit into battle to defeat Niki Gagachi. Uh, uh, Tedaraki, who had a deep respect for Yokomine, goes to persuade the mastermind of the plot. And I think it was very interesting that they're like, yeah, okay, we may have to kill him. Yeah. Which can't be good. Yeah, like that's like that's serious. And uh, like, but look, I've always very much uh, liked foreign film and whatnot for their willingness, willingness to, to kill be people. like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go out and kill that guy if we have to. And like, yeah. nah, I I am always shocked when they when a kid dies in something, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching something that's from another country. <laughs> We're like, oh my god, they like that kid's gonna be for, oh no! <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I gotcha. Yeah, I, I mean, gotcha. How many people did they outright murder in Ultraman Layout? It's just like, <laughs> you know, this science patrol is getting boring. Wipe them out! <laughs> exactly. Oh, I know all the monsters got cut well, into pieces. Part of it was, part of it, honestly, to get rid of Mac was the money. They were paying all these extra people. Mm-hmm. And they went, well, we don't have to do that. We can just have Gen and, and uh, the kid and the, the nice, sexy, uh, older mom. Right. And, uh, you know, like... And a girl. Yeah, and that's great. And uh, everybody else, you, uh, here's your walking papers. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. Now turn in your weird monster-fighting hot dog on a stick outfit. <laughs> Somebody posted this great beautiful promo picture on Reddit, I believe, the other day. And uh, it was the Mac crew and just got awful uniforms. Mm. And, but do you remember in the early couple of shots, the girls had these big, giant berets? Yep. They look like deflated chef hats. Yep. Yep. <laughs> had to turn the, those in. What the hell was that? They, they think they made an um, episode. They were like, they keep falling off. We're not wearing them. Pretty much. I used 76 bobby pins. <laughs> And that's another one of those things where you could see it didn't make sense. Right. And even though they had spent the money on the hats, we're not doing it every time because we have to take seven takes for it to go for two yeah. seconds. Somebody turns around at the computer and the hat flips around and knocks them unconscious. That's <laughs> terrible. This is, this is a safety issue. Exactly. I, I call in future Japan OSHA. Oh, good God. FJ OSHA. Sure, sure, sure. FJ OSHA. <laughs> so, uh,. Yeah, so basically it looks like all the professor wanted to do is fish. Because <laughs> he's out there fishing. What I don't understand, and they pointed out in the episode that somehow this professor is psychically connected to the monster with the seven bracelets. You know how he figured that out? Because he looked at his own wrist where the Ultraman bracelet, bracelet appears. 
And he was like, wait a minute. I think there's a psychic. Hold the phone. Hold if, the phone. If if giant creature science is Tells the same, anything. <laughs> if, if my own experience, which I can't tell any of you guys about, so I'll call it a hunch, tells me anything, he might be in charge of this guy. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold the phone. Yeah. So what I liked is they were like, uh, Yoko Mina is like, could you kill him if you had to? And they, he's like, because I could, because like, I'll do it. He's that's like, a little dark for yeah. me. I don't and he was like, mm, yeah, okay, go, but be careful. So he takes him and Emmy, and um, they go out to, to go find the professor. Right. Um, first of all, I'd like to know, well, Earthgaron arrives with his fancy new gear. Right. And uh, they start firing the multipurpose laser. Okay, what other purpose does the multipurpose laser have? Like... It also Julianne's. Like, we haven't quite figured that out. Yeah, it can kill kaiju and <laughs> and it'll toast up tater tots in under twenty two seconds. Oh, good God! Yeah. it's great. Uh, you have to use. You have to. You have to um, toast. You know, sixty two thousand pounds of tater tots, <laughs> tater tots at once. once. Yeah, in that seven seconds. Yeah. but if you can do that, yeah, if you need it, <laughs> it's there. Yeah. Oh. We, we can also do the world's largest panini. <laughs> we heat it up, and then the earth ground presses his foot on it. <laughs> and you get to see this professor <laughs> fishing again. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the guy likes fishing. Well, you can't blame him. I'm he okay with that. jacket and tie in a heat wave. <laughs> You're not wrong. You have to be dressed correctly to go fishing. I apparently so. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but somehow... I mean, in, all, in his defense, it is sort of a safari jacket. Yeah, but... It's it's, but it's hot. I'm, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's where I was about to go. He doesn't you even do the like, Japanese guy of tying the wet handkerchief to his head in no. the four corners. No. That you see in so many uh, media from Tropey yeah. fishing guys. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> and I mean, like you said, you could easily have carried a small box to carry all your tackle in yeah. instead of the jacket with 7,000 pockets. Yeah. Oh, my favorite is when they're drinking water at some point in the episode. Oh, it's much later, and they're drinking out of the world's tiniest <laughs> bottled water bottles. Oh, God. They're like airplane liquor bottles of yeah. water. Dude, that's refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow this monster, as it's sucking in air, is also lowering the air pressure, right. which affects the pilot. Yeah, it's like, sucking in trees, okay. various... Sucks like, in everything. And a bunch of squirrels. <laughs> okay. Hey. Oh, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> All then, I wanted was to hide my nuts. Then the, the team aims their gun at the professor and say, hey, you've got to surrender so we can try to have you control this monster. And the professor says, no, I'm ready to be shot. I well, think you know they're taking him seriously when she's covering him with a bazooka. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, is, in her defense, she could be like, what are the odds that he's not going to turn into a giant monster himself? Which based, is fair. Based on the many, many things we've seen. We've seen. <laughs> oh, there's no, there's, no, there's a non-zero chance he's going to evolve into something much, much, much right. worse. Which is why she's got the gigantic yeah. bazooka. You're not wrong, but you yeah. sit there going, you need... I guess you do. Yeah. yeah, I guess you do. The guy's got a handgun on him and you're like, okay, fair. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were just about... You were just about to retire, weren't you? <laughs> <The> what? <laughs> Even that guy would must have been like, okay, okay. 
I'm, no, I'm we're, good. We're, we're cool. No, no, no. The problem is he didn't say we're cool. He said, I'm ready to die. Yeah. He's like, whatever. Yeah. It's, we're going to, I'm going to usher in this new world. And, uh, and so like the sharpshooter, uh, <laughs> he, and he is a sharpshooter. Right. Shoots the bracelets off his wrist. Which. Fine. Okay. Fine. He's a okay. sharpshooter. What do you want? Did you know the odds of that actually? I know. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, most Fair of the time enough. you would have shot the guy in the face and then stomped on the bracelets, but, you know, same idea. Or even if you were to shoot the bracelets. Yeah. Just say magic. Getting all six is, is yeah. A, getting or all five six. Or whatever. Seven, I think it's supposed to be, but okay. whatever. Getting all of them at once. Right. And then be not actually breaking his arm. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just by the sheer impact of the bullet hitting all of these bracelets, you break his arm. Yeah. Okay. He should have at least grabbed his arm and been like, ah, the bracelets. Oh right. Man. At least something. Yeah. It's just bracelets break. Yeah. So okay. anyway, uh, I could be wrong, but when they start shooting the railgun at him, the recoil is preposterous, right? Yes. Now, is that does recoil work so bad that it affects aim? It could. Okay. That's. The, I mean. Think of it this way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up. No, it, see, the, the thing is, if you're not prepared for what the recoil right. is going to be, it will mess up your aim. Because as you're shooting, the recoil is going against your shoulder. So if it's a strong enough weapon, your shoulder is going to go the wrong way. Well, apparently, from what I'm... Oh, well, this is from Quora, so I'm not going to... Never mind. <laughs> Quora is not exactly what I'm looking for because they're like, okay, they say the effect of the recoil happens after the bullet has left the barrel, so it cannot affect aim. However, recoil does throw off the aim a little bit. All right, jerks. Make up my mind. <laughs> does it or does it not? <laughs> uh, okay, so here we go. Um, recoil actually begins the instant the powder ignites, but the amount of barrel movement is minuscule. Prior to the time it leaves the barrel. But, so, since there's no powder in a rail gun, it shouldn't affect it. But, and here's my counter to that argument. It's a show. <laughs> Thank you. Because that was going to be my uh-huh. argument. <laughs> yep. Does it help move the plot along? Yeah. Yes. That's okay. Fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help but feel like, all right, let's let's hunker down for the second shot, and they just like crunch up some poor guy's red Camry, like, <laughs> like and I'm like, that guy's like, oh, I just finished paying for yeah. that. I just had it waxed. <laughs> Damn it. Exactly. Oh, exactly. You jerks. I should, I should move out of Japan. They don't have monster attacks at this frequency. Anywhere else. No place. Exactly. France seems nice. <laughs> sure, they speak a different language, but I can learn. I can learn. <laughs> a smart guy. Exactly. Uh, uh, not, well, maybe not France. Maybe you go somewhere where they speak more very English. F- where very few places speak actual Japanese. Well, yeah, I understand that. But I mean, like, maybe this guy... Speaks a little bit of English. Right, right, and he can speak. Gets a little Duolingo happening. Can yeah. move to any sure. English-speaking country. Why not? Why not? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it, 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 it's fine. So now we know. But, yeah, so that, that that's the uh, 
then, you know, that doesn't work. So the, the monster just knocks Earthgeron down again. Or no, he dives out of the way of... Dives uh, out of the way. Of one of the uh, super... Rainbow blasts. blasts. Yeah. Which... Cool, fine. Rainbow blasts I'm good with. Why not? I... Rainbow Monster, Rainbow Blast. Yeah, sure. Oh, happy. It's nothing we've never seen before. Exactly. I'm sure. And then Gento has to amazingly go out of the Earth Garon to turn the power back on because <laughs> it's the worst thing. It's on the back of his neck. You have to turn it three degrees. You know, you're like, it's it's such a bad idea. Like, <laughs> do you guys not know how to build stuff inside? Right. Oh, why does the switch? Well, the switch is too big. You couldn't make it any smaller? No. Okay. <laughs> it's also part of his swivel head or what you know, like yeah. it serves a dual purpose. None of it makes any sense. Why does it serve a dual purpose? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course it is. Um but like so they shoot you know, this is where they shoot the guy's bracelets off, and of right. course, like this this uh like little bit of energy comes out of the bracelets and meanders its way over to Nakagichi, and right. of course it makes it worse. <laughs> it's a shock, and I wasn't even a little bit surprised nope. that it would make it worse. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that, that really does make... And oh, one step it, forward and two steps back. How familiar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's just what I was looking for. Wonderful. And then somehow... Okay, we get the, the fact that the kaiju hits Ultraman with this tail spear, which we've never seen before. No, that's, that's what I was going to say, but of course he has one. Of, of course he has one. The Earth Garon. <laughs> it's like every bad guy in the Western has a Derringer in his boot. Oh, of course. Like, ah, you thought you had me. I have another shot. And somehow now Ultraman gets a new pog. Which oh, because he grabs him. the rainbow. Right. Right. <laughs> he grabs the rainbow of, because of course because he does. of course he does right. and now he has a rainbow shield weapon buzzsaw. buzzsaw I'm there it was great I was there for the rainbow buzzsaw yeah 100% <laughs> I was like yeah, alright that's good stuff yeah oh yeah we forgot to mention that Gento wakes up in the hospital in the beginning of oh this. the beginning of the episode yeah, yeah and yeah, it's yeah. like no I'm, and, 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 of course as he's a hero, he has to pull his own IV out and everything. Oh. Yeah. And, and, and you'd like to think... I would like to once see the guy do that and go, Ow! God <laughs> damn, that hurt! Exactly. Or not even just that. Just as he's trying to get up, be woozy because you've been in the hospital for a little while? Yeah. No, nope. no, not Everybody's, at all. Everybody gets that blast oh. of adrenaline and they're like, All right, let's do this. <sighs> yeah. But then he throws the buzzsaw... At the monster. Of course he does. Just splits him right now. Cuts him right in half. And it's I'm a, like, oh, I love you know what that. I, you know what I really enjoy is that it wasn't just like a, like the original Ultraman has the one and it just goes through, the, you know, it's just a right. throw, like Xena the Warrior Princess throwing that thing, right? This one goes onto the ground and goes, <laughs> it's so big. It's gigantic. It's like he threw that big London Ferris wheel at him. Yep. That's exactly what he did. You're not wrong. That's exactly. And I'm sitting there going, oh, this is the nuts. This is the craziness I need. Yeah. This is exactly what I needed well, to say. Again, we see Ultraman sh- shooting little tiny, like little tiny energy blasts at him. And, and I'm nice. like, this is great. That's what I want to see. Like, you have energy powers. You should be like, yes. constantly pelting guys. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, this is what it says. 
Oh, so what it was is Yasunobu fires the railgun, right, from a prone position because it should reduce recoil. Science of course. Also, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it blows up the stone in its head, and that's how it gets the how rainbow. the rainbow shoots out of it. The rainbow shoots rainbow leaks from its wound. Well, of course, because um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this man plays leaps into the air and grabs the rainbow because <laughs> and appears as a Niki Kagachi Blazar stone. Again, because. Yeah. Kento places that stone in the Blazar brace and activates it, allowing him to perform a new technique, the rainbow slash. Oh, God. And I, again, <coughs> I'm good with the rainbow shield yeah. weapon bosa. Excuse me? Whatever nonsense you want to bring in. Yeah. The fact that they haven't brought in a second suit yet. I'm good with. Yeah, it's coming. You I know it's coming because it, we're we got two pogs now. So like we got two we pogs and we've got two Earth Garongs because we've got Mod oh, yeah, One yeah, and Mod yeah, Two. Point. Yeah. So you got to figure the new suit is coming. If not soon-ish, next episode, very soon-ish. it's going to be the yeah yeah. That. Um, so once the Kaiju is defeated, the Typhoon immediately begins to dissipate. Of course, and uh, peace was restored. Uh, I would like to see if next episode they talk about the continued cleanup. They will not. Because they, they, they will or not. maybe it'll be six months ahead. They may they may jump time frame. They never do that. They unless yeah, they're doing it, stuff in this that they've not really done. So maybe we have a chance. Yeah. But usually they show the cleanup. You know what? They have shown cleanup in the beginning of an episode. Yeah. Remember we saw. Um, We've seen uh, it. What's his face? Um, Sevenger cleaning up. Yes. Yeah. We've so yeah. It. So we can have. So we got that. That didn't even need to. We don't even need to see it. Just but apparently it. it has devastated Japan. This giant mega typhoon, and they were like, "Oh, the, de- the damage is incalculable." And we're like, "All right, so we should at least be able have to calculate mention it." Yes. Like, well, how's the cleanup? Uh, well, we're wrapping up cleanup efforts. It took six months. Took whatever. That, I mean, that that smooth exactly. one line of the script. The same thing <laughs> about the, the fire right. in Hawaii. Right. They have finally contained it a month later. Right. And it's on the news. Right. And you're like, we we completely forgot about it until it's fixed. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for all we knew, the fire was still going on in Canada. It still is. Oh, good. Okay. It still is. Good times. In the, the Northwest Territory, yes. <sighs> Crazy. I know, I know. But then they they actually go to see the professor and ask him to sign his blood. Oh, yeah, that was at the end of the thing. He's like, hey, could you sign my book? And the girls are like, now? Now? Now you want. This is a weird time. So then at the end, uh, a few days after the battle, we see uh, the professor again fishing at the river, and he hears uh, uh, Nijika Kagachi's roar. And he smiles to himself, which says to me, that's going to come back and bite us in the keister. Absolutely. I'm good with that. I believe that that is a bad thing that's going to happen. Well, you find out that the reason they released the professor from jail is he couldn't have oh, controlled yeah. that giant monster. Right. Um, right. Have you not he learned was, he anything? He's from, with like, he has no, there's like no lack of evidence. Lack of evidence. <laughs> my favorite. So, um, yeah, uh, this, this has been fantastic. This monster is, like I said, I didn't notice the eye holes. Yep. You want to go with the beetle shell opening up the same way? Okay, I'll live with it. 
But other than the, those minor technical yeah, details, it it's super, awesome. Remember, he, the armor is to protect the crystal on its head. Yes. When yes. it's not firing that incredibly destructive laser Rainbow beam. Rainbow Yeah. Uh, of course. Yeah. Of course. That makes sense. Sure. The, sure. Look, I've got way less of a problem with that than I do about the metallic tail blade. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. He's not bad, bad Leroy Brown with a razor <laughs> in his shoe, Pat. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> now... Here's my next question for you. Knowing that the next episode is called Planet of Music. Did you watch the did you watch preview? the preview? Garamon. Not only Garamon. Yes. But do you think that we're actually going to have our team singing? Oh good lord, maybe. Could it be a musical episode? That's what I'm thinking. Because there's all kinds of music in it. So I'm thinking that'd a be musical pretty, episode. That'd be pretty bold. That would be We've had bold. now a musical episode of Star Trek. If we can get a, if we can get an Earth Grunt dance number in, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> a little soft shoot. And all you need is the thinnest of reasons. Oh yeah, like that guy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, rate, review, and subscribe, everybody. Right. Um, I got suicide prevention help. Oh well, I want to do a recommendation oh, before we do recommend. that. I'm going to recommend the jerk. Steve Martin's The Jerk. Really? We rewatched it again last night, and man, oh man, does that hold it up. It does hold up. It's, it's really, really does. <laughs> it is such a silly movie. I forget about the scene with the mobsters completely. Don't give it away. Oh, no, no. But no. it's... <laughs> it's... Oh, my God. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, it, now, guys, it's a stupid movie. It's you dumb. Go in on a lot that. of on a lot Every level. of level. Every yeah, yes. level. But Every level. Steve Martin at his physical comedy best. Yes. Um it's absurd. Uh the mom from uh What's Happening, Mabel King is in it. Oh yes. She plays, I forgot that. Too. Well, Sorry. she plays someone I'm not going to say cuz like even the first joke is funny. Um Every joke in the thing is pretty darn is funny. Ridiculously funny. Jackie Mason's in it. Matt, um not Madeline Kahn, Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. Oh, Bernadette Peters. Fantastic. I love Bernadette she Peters. She was great. Oh, she's still great. Is she still alive? Yeah. Okay. She's only 70. I don't know. Yeah, she's still performing. Okay. I yeah. did not know these things. Yeah, Bernadette Peters is phenomenal in it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great movie. I'll uh, give my recommendation. We started now really watching the third season of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, okay. She finally got oh, nice the Steve the, Martin connection. Good. Exactly. Nice yeah, that. I went there. Yeah, good. She finally finished the first episode after the fifth time. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm sitting there going, you know what happens. No, I don't. You know what happens. No, I don't. She falls asleep? Every time. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then this That'll most recent it. time, as we're watching it, she decides to get up five minutes before the show's about <laughs> no, I'm like, pause, 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 sit down. down. <laughs> you got... Okay, you're I sitting down I will staple your pants to this couch. <laughs> <laughs> So we got to watch the first three episodes, and it is just fun. Good. Good, good. So, but yeah. Oh, uh, and now the Suicide yeah. Prevention Helpline 988. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. World is better, better with you in it. Yeah, so on behalf of the Science Patrol, my name is Rich Conroy. My name is Pat Rudy. Sally forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back Buck. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. 
Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.